What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Glock 9 Show. Now, first, let me just start off in the very beginning saying I am not a therapist. I am not a mental health expert, okay? And with that being said, this isn't going to be an episode of me telling you kind of like how to do something. Because there's a question that was asked to me. I'll give you a little insight kind of how, how this show is made. But this question really got to me. It really got to me. It made me really sit back and think quite a bit. Um, but when, when this show gets recorded, I usually already have a topic that I someone asked or something that I want to talk about. And I just record. And there's nothing really scripted. Every once in a while, I might have like right before the show starts or I start hitting the record button. I'll have like three or four bullet points that I know I need to hit, but the rest I just talk. There was a question asked to me. I don't have the question in front of me, but it was basically saying it was about self-doubt. And and this person is doubt, doubting themselves in content creation. And then they, they said that, that kind of carries over to IRL stuff. Like if they can't make it streaming, then, you know, like what can they do? You know, it started, it, it, that feeling starts taking over, right? So when I read this question, thank you for the question, by the way. And I, you know, I've already kind of talked to you. I, you know, if, again, if you ever need anything, just reach out to me. And I will always listen. I always have an ear to hear. But it made me start thinking about self-doubt. And it really, like, put me in a little mental state of, like, I I doubt myself all the time, right? So, again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to get over that kind of stuff. I'm not I'm not an expert on mental health and all that other stuff. But I can give you an explanation of my own kind of feelings towards self-doubt. And when it, com- when it comes to self-doubt, it, it usually occurs when we, like, lack confidence or feel it incapable of doing things we need to do like people who doubt themselves experience like uncertainty around things that they can't control or they worry about things like not going according to their plan right and over time self-doubt can lead to problems like anxiety depression you know the normal stuff which in turn can lead to things you know such as serious you know other you know the other things you know like high blood pressure all this other type of stuff you know it, it it's it's a very common thing trying to choose my words very wisely here i'm sorry it's a very common thing that a lot of people deal with but there's a lot of people that have huge issues with it that lead to more issues and i think one of the most common things that happens when people you know doubt themselves is they don't talk to somebody about it whether it may be a friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, you know, even, I mean, one of the biggest things people are so afraid to, uh, about is seeking professional help, you know what I'm saying, like therapy therapy, and stuff like that. It People are so, they, they try and like drown it out and just, and, and just live with it. And I'm going to give my own example of self-doubt and be completely honest. My entire life, as long as I can remember, I have always doubted myself. Anything I've ever done, in the back of my mind, I have always doubted myself. I mean, 
going back as early as Little League, I remember always thinking super negative that I can't do this or that and just doubting myself. I'm never going to be good. The one, one of the main things that I doubt myself, and I still do to this day, I always doubt myself when it comes to, like, big challenges in front of me. You know, when, it, when I know there's an obstacle I have to overcome, I always will have the little self-doubt in my head. And then, you know, it's one of those things where I had to learn over time to push through, Right. Now I have my support system. I have my support system. You know, I have one of you know one of my best friends that I can message at any time. You know, and we talk things out. I've actually learned to truly open up with them about this kind of stuff, right? And and they're my huge support system. And I, I suggest you. You know, I know it's hard to open up to people, very hard. And, I, and people think I'm a very open book. There's like right right here as we're talking, this is kind of hard for me to, like, to truly admit to people this is how I am, right? But it took a long time to truly open myself to somebody other than my wife to truly open up to somebody about my own self doubt and my own conflictions. You know what I'm saying? And my you know my mental state and stuff like that. I usually try and bury this, so I try and act like you know nothing's ever bothering me. People. People will see me do it on a stream where like they can see something's bothering me and then I try and play it off. I've been called out for it in the past. Like people can tell when I'm being different, you know. But as I said, I have my support system who I can talk to and stuff like that. And I highly suggest you find someone to talk to. But like I said, my, my whole life I have been doubting myself in any situation. Um, and it becomes for me, and this is for me. I'm not telling you that this is how you should combat it and stuff like that but i'm giving you an example so for me one of my things in life i may doubt myself a lot and i still do to this day you know like with with the announcement you know about hype crowd and stuff like that and other things that you know we want to do i doubt what my ability to come through with those kind of things right but you know just like how it was in little league just how it was when I was competing in Muay Thai kickboxing. Uh, just like, I mean, I use my wife as, as an example. I People don't know the story about me and my wife. I always doubted that I would ever get with her. Uh, I actually kind of gave up on it. And after like six years of trying, she finally gave me a chance. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. Ten years, you know, ten years later, four kids later. You know, it's like I doubted myself the whole way. And one of my biggest things I, I love and I strive to prove people wrong. That's my thing. That is that is that that overcomes my 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 own doubt that overcomes any type of that, that overcomes any type of negative feeling towards a goal and then feeling, you know, down about what's going around me. It's like, so when people talk about self-doubt in the street, when going on a streaming, not just real life, when people see their numbers, when people see, like, if you guys have stream elements, you guys usually get an email after your stream, and you'll see, oh, you only averaged two viewers, three viewers. You made, and it tells you you made zero revenue. That's when a lot of people self-doubt 
comes in. And it's like, you know, people realize, and this is one of the things in the streaming world where I kind of, I, I, I enjoy seeing people that have gone out there and kind of like acting like streaming is easy. And, and then they try it and then they truly see the true stress behind streaming and trying to grow a community, trying to, you know, podcast and they, they'll, they'll over, you know, over obsess about how many listeners they have or how many views they have. And, but those numbers that you're looking at, those analytics, those are, are the lead cause of self doubt in streaming. And here I am four years later and I still have doubt. I mean, I've, I've been there. I, I mean, everyone has been with me on this journey. I, I, I always talk about is the roller coaster I've been on. We've been up there where we're averaging a hundred people. We've been back down to about fifteen people. We we've been up to where we were averaging about two hundred people a stream, and here we are now back to averaging about six people a stream. So I mean, like, I still doubt myself when it comes to streaming. I still doubt myself when it comes to this podcast and keeping you guys entertain and coming back every week to listen to the next episode it's a true feeling that i have i I will always feel one of my biggest things is i've always ne i didn't say always i have never felt good enough that's i mean that's a really sad thing for me to admit for the first time like out loud i've never felt good enough for people that's my own personal feeling now, a lot of people try and seek, uh, you know, everyone's approval and stuff like that. Anyone that knows me, I don't do that. But in the back of my mind, I always feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. You know, to this day, I still, I never, I would never feel good enough for my wife. Not that she makes me feel that way. It's just my own personal thing that I feel like she deserves more. So I'll, I, I will try and over, over excel as a husband you know, because I, I feel like I don't deserve her. So I got to show her every day that I deserve her, right? And that's how I get over my self-doubt of doubting myself as being a good partner for my wife or a good father for my kids. I over-excel or try to over-excel and prove myself wrong, right? You know, the same thing. I see these analytics, you know, for my podcast. Oh, this episode dipped. Now, you know, it's like, crap i'm losing viewers I'm, I'm, I'm not retaining the same audience you know now i gotta make sure you know i go back and listen to it what did i do wrong critique it and then over excel on the next one right and I, I it comes at for me it's it i apply that in every aspect of life you know when someone and sometimes people will tell you that that you're not doing something right you're not doing something good enough all right well next time i do i'm gonna prove you wrong like I, I've had people, you know, DM me after a stream. Hey, you know, you were right that you know that stream was kind of this and that, blah blah. blah. Dang, I it's like one of those things like, wow, you're basically telling my stream sucked. Well, the next time I go live, I'm gonna go be freaking hype. I'm gonna get out there and I'm gonna over over excel. I'm gonna push through. I'm gonna entertain the crap out of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's one of the ways that I deal with with self doubt. That's the way I deal with my mentality of like I said it's an issue that I have you know since you were man you know man enough to admit to me and ask me about self-doubt kind of give me your story there's my story I deal with self-doubt every day every single day like I said I combat it with 
the me and my passion in proving people wrong. Now, for example, with the announcement of Hype Crown, I've gotten probably more DMs than I've ever gotten. And not just because people listen to the podcast, it's because there's been talk amongst people. And already there's been false information going out there, exactly what Hype Crowd is. You can tell some people that listen to the episode actually ask the right questions. And then you got DMs for people that literally have no idea what Hype Crowd is and they're just, they're just messaging me. Um, one of the main ones, you know, I got people coming at me and like, oh, Mixer or Microsoft couldn't do it. What makes you think that you can do it? Um, you know, and my response to that is it's not. You totally missed the whole thing what Hype Crowd is. We're not doing what Microsoft did. We're not doing what what Mixer did. You obviously didn't listen to the episode. You know, and I said, you know, lashing out at this person, I, you know, like I said, it became with these DMs that I've gotten with people kind of doubting me. I It's kind of overcome my own self-doubt and my passions kicked in of, all right, watch this. Watch this. Watch what happens. We're going to prove you guys wrong again. Like I've done many, many times before. I have confidence in myself to the point of I've done this so many times throughout, you know, I'll be 30 this year, throughout the last 30 years of people, people doubting me, people telling me I can't do something and then I go and do it. And one of the things is I've talked about it before. I talked about it before. I told the story of how I was seconds away from suicide and that happened when I was 19 years old. No, 18 years old. I was 18 years old when that happened. So for the last 12 years, I feel like I'm on borrowed time. I, I always feel like, like I'm, not, I'm not supposed to be here, right? So I always feel like I'm on borrowed time. I'm making the best of it. And a lot of people may not think, may, may think that, oh, well, streaming every single night is not making the best of your time. Well, you look at the opportunity that's ahead of me. No, I don't have the opportunity ahead of me to be the most popular streamer ever. But now I have a, a pro- opportunity ahead of me to start something in beyond the camera in front of my face, the microphone in front of my face. And that would actually truly help other people out. So everything I've been doing for the last four or five years can lead to something bigger than I ever thought. And people are going to doubt it. People are going to roll their eyes at it. People are going to... It's one of those things, I just had this conversation with somebody at work today. And, and, you know, just like streaming, I guarantee you, you guys that stream, when you told somebody you play video games, people watch you, people make, you know, spend money in your chat, you got the, what? People pay to watch you play video games? That's so stupid. Anytime you have a passion, you have an idea, you have a goal, people are going to mock you. People are going to, you know, laugh at the fact of you doing it. And the real question is, are you going to listen to that person? And that same person could be yourself. That could be your own self-doubt inside you. Are you going to listen to that self-doubt? Are you going to listen to your own self-doubt or are you going to push through it? Are you going to, again, prove yourself wrong? I think that's where the main battle starts. That's why I keep going back to that. The first person you're at to prove wrong is yourself. 
it's a scary thing putting yourself out there. Like every time I hit the go live button, I'm putting myself out there for scrutiny. Every time you hit the go live button, you're putting yourself out there for criticism. You know, but the first person you got to get past with that self doubt is yourself and hit that button. Right? I'm not trying to be like a super motivational speaker here and stuff like that. I'm just, like I said, I'm just giving you my own take on it. And this is all off the top of my head. I don't know if I've been repeating myself or what. This is all just off the top of my head and basically how I feel about this whole situation. Because, like I said, I, I try my best to over excel at things. Like, you know, my best friend, uh, they've been such a amazing person to me and helped me out in so many ways that I can't even explain that I continue to try to over excel at being the best friend that I can be, you know? Uh, you know, so it, it's not just something with my wife, not something just with streaming or whatever. It's how I look at life in general. Right, it goes beyond streaming. It goes beyond hype crowd. It goes beyond baseball. It goes beyond all this stuff. It's just it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. The way you outlook in life, right? I get told all the time, "You're wasting your time podcasting. You're wasting your time live streaming, even if you're doing it for charity." Right? I said this on my Instagram story. I think I said it on the podcast too. I'm not entirely sure, but I'll say it again. We could literally do everything right by the book. Go and do like a charity stream, raise $50 million for children. Let's say we raised $50 million and $50 million was used to cure cancer, right? There's going to be people out there that are super negative about it and talk crap about it and, you know, try and discredit what you did. It's always going to happen no matter what. No matter what you do, you're going to have people that don't agree. People that don't understand. People that, that just hate to hate because they're negative people, negative energy. It's going to happen. Or are you going to listen to that person? Or are you going to listen to those people? If you're passionate about something, you keep pushing, you keep doing it. So if you're seeing, if you're seeing your stream analytics, now again, I, and I'm going to be very blunt here. If you're a streamer and you have, you've been streaming for less than a year and you're only at two or three viewers, that's normal. That's absolutely normal. I mean, I, like I said, I sat at one, one viewer for three, you know, about uh, a year and three months. And then I was only averaging 10 after that. It wasn't until about two years that I finally started averaging over 30 when I was playing Realm Royale. I, I played Realm Royale for, almost a year before I even started getting any kind of traction in that community. Didn't matter how much I won. Didn't matter how much clips I put out there. But finally, I got discovered. So, I, I mean, I don't understand what's with this new wave of streamers who believe and have this thought in their mind. And this is you. I apologize. But I'm just being very blunt. That have this thought that they believe that they, they should be making it in less than three months. Because there's people that literally stream for three or four months. And, dude, in that time, you're still learning how to stream. You're still learning how to, you know, engage in a chat. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, again, obviously, you're going to sit there, hit the go live button. You're going to play games for three or four hours. And no one's going to say a damn thing. Not one word. And, yes, you're going to deal with self-doubt. You're going to, we've all been there. You're going to deal with it where it's like, man, I just wasted four hours of my effing time. But did you though? 
Did you get clips? Did you download those clips? Did you put them on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, OnlyFans? No, I'm just kidding. But did you get clips from that stream? Did you get anything from that stream? Did you rank up in that stream? You're always doing something, or you should always be doing something within that stream. You know what I'm saying? So, again, it's one of those things where I get those emails, and you know, I just had one the other day where I played, I played for like three and a half hours, and I literally averaged two viewers. And my first initial thought was, "Damn, like we've fallen off, dude! Like, holy crap, man! Like, like my first initial thought was just like." Dude, I have more people active in my Gilded chat than I have in my freaking live stream chat. You know, that's that's the, that's the true thought, uh, you know, thought that came to mind. The next day, I went live again. Chat was popping. Chat was absolutely popping. We, we ended up getting like 600 comments that night. Like one of the most active chats I had in a long time. Everyone who's, who showed up, you know what I'm saying? You know, people were dropping stars, get the subs. It was just like, what the F? What happened? What happened yesterday compared to today? Now, if I listen to my self-doubt where I was like, hey, we've fallen off. We only averaged two viewers. And I didn't go live the next day. We wouldn't have hit that $2,000 goal for Extra Life. If I just gave in to my self-doubt and I just said, screw it. I'm wasting my time. I'm not going live tomorrow. I'm not going live again. That wouldn't have happened. So I said, you have to look past those kind of situations. And again, if you're a new streamer, it's a long road, especially now with all these streamers that are out there. So get used to the self-doubt. You know, like I said, you got to fight through it. But again, if it's a serious issue and it's leading to depression, to any kind of physical issue, mental issues, reach out to somebody. Again, find, find that support system. And there's no shame in... You know, talking to somebody, a med, you know, a medical professional, a therapist, whatever. You know, there's no shame in that. I didn't have anybody growing up. I mean, I don't mean to get too real with you guys. You know, kind of you know, shifting on the self doubt thing. I didn't have anybody to talk to growing up. People don't realize that. I really didn't. Now, I, gotta be, I, I gotta be careful what I say here because I know family listens to this podcast every once in a while but you know I don't blame I don't blame my parents for working full time they they had to put food on the table they had to pay the bills I would you know I thank them for that um I didn't have me, me and my brother were not the closest I didn't have my brother that I could reach out to and talk about certain things you know, I had my buddies I gamed with, but you, you know, you know how it is with your gaming buddies or your good buddies. You, you can't, you, you're afraid to open up to them, and I felt alone. I felt, you know, trapped in my own head with my own negative thoughts and my own self doubt, my own, and that my self doubt turned to self hatred. Um, and the only time that I felt good, you know, I felt accepted was when I was with the wrong crowd and I was doing drugs at 16 years old. I was not, I'm not talking about smoking weed. I'm talking about drug drugs and, you know, go out with my buddies and get 
high and not know where we are and, you know, find happiness at the bottom of a bottle at 16 years old because I had nobody. Even the people that I was with, I had nobody. That's just me being honest. Um, you know, I felt, again, I felt I, I would leave that group and, you know, stumble my way home, not knowing where the F I was, get home and, you know, just walk right past, you know, if anyone was there, walk past anybody in the house and just lock myself in my room until the next morning. And it went, it went on for almost two years, my junior and senior year, where that uh, that's what I was doing. And that led that led to, you know, depression. That led to, um, you know, if he has ever, he, someone called me out um, when I saw them in person about, you know, one of my tattoos covers some of them up, uh, but I used to cut, and I, it, it, there's a halfway real story with this. I heard a razor blade was so sharp that if you run it across your skin i'm being dead serious i was not intended to hurt myself at first but they said it's so sharp that you can cut yourself but you won't bleed so my stupid teenage self did that and then but the thing was it's such a weird thing to talk about i'm not gonna get too into it but it started off as like an experiment type thing and then it turned into a if anyone's ever did stuff like that, um, it turned into a thing of, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, one night of cutting, you know what I'm talking about? It's hard to explain. It's really, you know, really dumb uh, of me to do. I was a teenager. But the doctor ended up, you know, I had to go to the doctor a couple weeks later and they saw all this, the, the scars on my arms. Uh, it, it, looks like, it looks like scratch marks. And I was forced to go to therapy because I was under 18. I had to go to therapy. Um, you know. And did not want to talk to this stranger. I mean, they're a professional. They got me to open up. You know, a little bit. A little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. I talked to him. But for the most part, again, I, I, I never opened up to anybody. I didn't have anyone that I was comfortable to open up to. I kind of was able to open up, my, up to my wife at the time. She was my best friend in high school. And then senior year, I truly felt alone. I've told her this before, so I can say this again. Um, once we kind of went our separate ways senior year, I was talking to a girl. She was talking to some other guy. Uh, we went down different paths. And that's when I truly spiraled off the deep end because she was kind of all I had that I can halfway open up with. And once she was gone, I, I felt so alone in the in, while I'm in a room full of people. Like I would be surrounded by people, but I felt literally alone in the dark, you know. And again, it, it was it, it, that's just you know a lot of people feel that way. I know a lot of, you know I know a lot of you have felt that way before, and it's kind of hard to explain. But again, I'm not, I'm, I gotta keep repeating myself. I am not a professional. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just giving you examples of how I've been there and what I did. So basically, you know, like I said after the whole suicide attempt thing and um, feeling alone and all this other stuff, it's actually pretty funny, you know. Um, 
if you guys have heard the story, I'm not sure if I did a podcast on it. It's I would have, I would have to do a full on podcast of exactly what happened that night. But you know, I was I was seconds away, you know, from you know, I had a gun in my mouth and all this other stuff. And like I said, my wife reached out, blah blah blah. blah you know, ended up you know reconnecting with her. Uh, started going to church, which is why I'm very religious. Uh, I don't want really to talk about it too much because that's not the platform I have on podcasting and streaming, but um, grew my relationship with, you know, the Lord and became a much happier person. I had my wife there as a support system. Uh, my best friend, who's still my best friend, uh, they were dealing with their kind of demons and were out of the area it's their business i'm not going to tell it on a podcast but we reconnected we re- we reconnected and um i was able to open up to them they opened up about their stuff to me so i had that support system and it, it's become a thing where over the last 11 years 12 years i've learned if i'm having an issue not to be silent about it that's the biggest takeaway that I've learned is to not be silent about. It. There's things like I'm not, I'm not gonna go crying to somebody about like my stream analytics suck. I'm a horrible streamer, but there are times I have talked to other streamers and I've I've been like, hey, what am I doing wrong, man? I can't get anybody like I can't. Like, it, I just feel like I'm forgotten about sometimes. Even my own community. And then if you're listening to this, I'm not. I, I gotta make sure because you guys always try and call me out and think I'm talking about one of you guys. I'm not. This is a self-doubt thing where I put this thought in my head sometimes and it goes away so quick, okay? But there are times where I've sat there and like nobody shows up. One of those very rare streams. And this isn't just a Facebook thing. This has happened on Twitch. It's happened on, you know, it didn't really happen on Mixer, but, and that's kind of why I kind of feel that way, but you have one of those streams where like everyone's busy all your main peeps are busy and then it's like you get that self-doubt like man my, my own community didn't, n- nobody even showed up none of my main people showed up you know you start doubting yourself but then you remember like number one it could be a friday night maybe you went out with your friends and everyone just happened to be busy people have lives and it's something, that's one thing we forget as streamers and when it comes to the self-doubt thing with your own community you know it's it's just it's just one of those mindsets you have. Just like I know people that I'm super cool with that stream, and I guarantee you, some of them get upset that I don't stop by their stream. I'm busy as f, dude. It's so hard for me to stop by people's streams, man. It's so hard for me to stop by, and I just just not just stop by the stream, but to actually interact with it. It's so hard for me, dude. And I feel like such a jack a, but it, it is what it is, you know. But, dude, I can go on and on about this mental kind of stuff, dude. Like, I, I've been through it. I've been, I've been through the ringer. I've been, I've, I've been there, man. I, I've been at the lowest of lows. I've been at the highest of highs. Not just in streaming, but in life. Like I've been there. I've, I've, I've literally felt like I was at the, at the end of a bottomless pit that you couldn't climb out of. And then I know what it feels like to climb out of that hole and start climbing a mountain. And I feel like you're on top of the world. And then fall off the mountain. I've been there. 
it sucks. It's it's a crappy feeling. It's amazing while you're up there. And the, the the fall sucks. And then falling down in that pit where you feel alone sucks even more. So all I'm going to leave you with is if anyone needs an ear to hear, I'm always there to listen. DM me. Let me know. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and chat with you, whatever. I'll hop in a Discord call with you. You know, my community. I'm, if, if I have the time to do so, if I'm available at the time, even if it's just a text back, my, my responses might be a little bit slow but at, at times, but don't ever think you can't reach out to me. We, we, like I said, we, we all need each other. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing as, as, as society, as humans, we need to rely on each other. And in this world full of so much negativity, you know, we, some of us need to start learning how to be that light in the darkness. Show, you know, we, everyone, everyone nowadays is preaching about unity and love and respecting each other and coming together. But those people that say that are like the most hateful people. That, and I'm being dead serious right now. Like, I know people that sit there and want to, you know, oh, we need to unify and all this other stuff. But as soon as you have a different opinion than them, they're like, dude, F you, get out of my face. I hate you. That's not unifying. That's not unity. That's not love. That's not that. And that right there is why people are so, are so afraid to open up. That right there, when you see that crap, is why people are so afraid to open up to other people. I personally am not going to listen back to this podcast. I have rambled on here for about 33 minutes and have gotten really in touch with my own feelings. Where I I hope you guys learned something, <laughs> whether it's about me or maybe you can there's something that you know there's something that I do that maybe you can apply to yourself. But again, I'm gonna re- again I am not a therapist. I am not a mental health expert. If you're having a serious issue, if you're having a serious issue, please reach out to somebody. And I'm gonna remind you, and, and if anyone is feeling this way. There is a number to call for the suicide hotline. It is 800-273-8255. I'm just going to put that out there since we're talking about, kind of talking about mental health. You know, we're kind of talking about self, you know, self-doubt. And that leads, like I said, that leads to a lot of other things. So, you know, again, as someone that's been there, someone that's gone through it, there's no shame in, in admitting that you're struggling so seriously, if you're feeling that way, 800-273-8255 is the National Suicide Prevention you know, Lifeline. So again, re- again, reach out to me. I'll point you guys in the right direction. You know, like I said, I don't like doing, with that being said, we're going we're gonna to end it here, but I don't like truly talking about mental health stuff, questions. Like you guys have, I mean, people have asked me in, my Instagram stories or in my DMs about doing an episode on mental health and how streaming affects it. I've been kind of avoiding it, but this question that was presented to me was something that truly got me thinking. And like I said, the re- the way I did this podcast was the fact of I'm going to give you how, what experiences I've been through and what kind of what I do and how I look at things. Okay. So again, not a mental health expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm your friend. My DMs are always open. Okay? 
with that being said guys next week will be a much happier episode okay <laughs> yeah much much more much more happier episode okay but maybe you guys got like i said maybe you guys got a little more look at who i am and, and why i am the way that i am and the way that i think but we all can make it we all will make it together i appreciate you guys i love you guys i i don't just say that i truly mean it you know you guys that have been supporting me this long you know people that have been rocking me since day one you guys who helped build the community, you guys that helped build the Gilded server, you know, back when we had Discord, people that helped build the stream, gift subs, stars, bits, donations, charity donations. You guys are the ones that continue to push me to do this every single day. Just because I'm not live every day doesn't mean I'm not working. I think people, I think people have now realized that, you know, I, I always tell people I'm working on something. Yeah, I said with the announcement of the Hype Crowd TV, you guys know I've been working on something. Um, but not just that. It's uh, I'm always doing something. I'm always looking to bring you guys something. So you guys are the reason I do all that. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Have a great rest of your week. Be blessed. Thank you all. Peace.